There's a quote that says, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Let's dive into that for a bit. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Note to Self Diaries. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. And today I really want us to look at the season that we are currently in and the lessons that God could be trying to teach us during this time. Now, in light of all that's happening, and in addition to some personal stuff that I have going on, I found myself thinking about that quote that I shared earlier. And I was wondering to myself, what is this season trying to teach me? You know, at first, nothing really stood out. But then I was washing up some dishes and I heard splash under the sink. And when I checked, I realized that two of the connecting pipes, they somehow got separated from each other. And so my first thought was, okay, let me call my landlord. But then I thought to myself, you know what? Let me try to fix it. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe it's not worth disturbing her. Let me take a look and see what I can do myself before I reach out to her. Now, bear with me. I'm going somewhere with this. But first, let me tell you, I have a newfound respect for plumbers because I sat on my kitchen floor trying and trying and trying to get those two pipes to go back together. And for the love of me, nothing was happening. When I looked Closely, I found out that the problem was that the rubber ring that I guess seals the two pipes together, it wasn't staying put. So no matter how many times I twist and turn and all sorts of things, it just wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. Long story short, I eventually got it fixed. And you know what? I felt so good having fixed the issue myself. And it was only after I got through, I realized I didn't have to call my landlord. I didn't have to ask my neighbor to help me. I didn't have a boyfriend around to help me fix the problem. It was just me. At a time like this, when we're told to practice social distancing because, you know, we have to safeguard each other and our own health, being on our own, especially if you're accustomed or you were accustomed to having someone around or people around you at some point, it can be really intimidating. Some kind of issue would pop up, cue my plumbing problem, and we'd find ourselves feeling scared. Some of us may start to freak out, not knowing what to do at first. And some of us would even find ourselves saying things like, you see, this is why I need to have someone around me. But that situation, as simple as it was, it made me realize that when you face an issue head on and you come out successful, that is when you realize that although companionship is great, don't get me wrong, ever so often something has to come along to remind us that we're enough and that we can survive on our own. So I think that was the first answer to the question that I asked, what is this season trying to teach me? And that is to lean into my independence, lean into your independence, embrace it. Even when it's scary, it's going to help to build your self-confidence. Trust me on that one. Embrace not having someone around at this time or not being able to call a friend or family member to help you when you have a hiccup at home. 
you'll be a better person for learning how to stand on your own. Even if you do have someone around you, whether it be a significant other or you're living with family, you can even challenge yourself to not run to them with every uncomfortable situation you may find yourself in. Challenge yourself to figure it out and don't give up on the first go because it was hard. When I was trying to fix that pipe, I wanted to just rip up the whole thing for how frustrated I got because I thought to myself, screwing these two things together or trying to stick these two things together should not be so hard. Like I can see with my own two eyes what to do, but it just was not happening. And I got really frustrated. And that's when I thought to myself, you see, if somebody else was here, I could have asked them to do it. And then I wouldn't even have to deal with it. But after I huffed and puffed a little bit, I said to myself, well, guess what? You don't have anybody around, so you're going to have to figure it out. And really and truly, if you would just relax, take a breath, look at it properly, you wouldn't need to call your landlord or disturb her to come and look at it because it's something that you can fix. It wasn't no major plumbing issue that required a professional. It was just a matter of figuring out how to put the two pipes back together. So in that moment, I felt uncomfortable. I started to get frustrated and I was a little bit scared thinking, what if I do something wrong? But again, it is in those moments we have to calm down, relax, take a breath or five and tell ourselves, I can do this. We have to, again, challenge ourselves to figure things out and not give up because the first try was hard. We have to try and try and try again until it works out. Only when we would have exhausted all our options, and I mean all options, that is when I would say, you know what, that's when you can call on someone because you know you tried and it just did not work out in the end. So perhaps for some of us, this storm, quote unquote, that we're in, that is, you know, um, the situation we're all experiencing, which is COVID-19, perhaps this time is a reminder for some of us to embrace our independence. Or for others, it may just be the nudge that you need to start to cultivate your independence and to stop being as dependent on other people because you've grown so accustomed to having people around you. At this point, we're not allowed to really interact um, with persons in the way that we're accustomed to. Even if you live in a home with people, you still have to practice social distancing to some degree. So again, I would say use that time to challenge yourself to not call on them as often as you would. And instead, use the time to really learn to stand on your own two feet. Sometimes we think we need people when really and truly we don't in some instances. And that brings me to the next point I want to highlight, which is this time could be pushing us to reevaluate our relationships. This period of self-isolation can also be seen as a period of evaluation when it comes to our relationships. Having to distance ourselves from people will... at least I think, will help us to identify which relationships we should continue to nourish and which relationships we should really let go of. Let me ask you this. Since you've been self-isolating, since we've been told that we need to practice social distancing, how have you been feeling 
now that you're not interacting with some people on a consistent basis? Have you been feeling relieved? Have you been feeling more at peace? Have you been feeling less on edge? You know, could it be that God allowed us to be separated from some people to show us that we were using them as crutches because we were afraid to stand alone? That is a hard pill to swallow because when you're really, when you've grown to be so dependent on having someone around to know having to be by yourself, it can be such an overwhelming feeling that comes over us that we really don't know what to do. But like I said, this is a really good time to evaluate whether those relationships have been our crutches or whether they've been mutually beneficial relationships. You see, when paths are being cleared, in the midst of that process, things are being disconnected. We can't see it, but that's what's happening. Weeds are being disconnected from plants they've latched onto. Things that were once entangled are being cut loose. So what if this season was allowed to show us that we can stand alone? We can operate without being so dependent on others. We can think for ourselves without always having to turn to the person next to us to validate our opinions. What if this season is trying to show you that you don't need the people that you once had around you as much as you thought you did? You really can handle what's happening or handle life in general on your own. Again, it's scary. It's it's sometimes overwhelming. It it can be very frustrating at times. But you would find yourself feeling so much more confident in yourself. You would find yourself feeling so much stronger once you decide, you know what? I am going to weather this storm by leaning into being independent. I'm going to weather this storm by really assessing the people around me and taking a hard look at whether I've been using them as crutches or not. And if you have, don't beat yourself up. We've all been in some point in our lives where we were leaning a little bit too heavy on others. Like it's almost as though some people are carrying us, you know, so don't beat yourself up. As a matter of fact, what you can do is turn that feeling around and instead be grateful for the fact that you realize that you have been too dependent on people and now is a perfect opportunity for you to, again, cultivate your independence and reassess the dynamics of those relationships and then decide how to move forward. If it is that you've been extending certain people's chapters in your book of life, despite knowing that those relationships really and truly no longer serve you. I can tell you this, it's not going to be easier if you hold on much longer. I know, trust me, I know letting go is not easy, um, but it's like the longer we hold on, we're doing more damage to ourselves, you know. I remember dating someone for a while and there came a point where I got this feeling in my gut. Like it would haunt me day in, day out for months. And that feeling was telling me that I needed to end the relationship. And I just could not do it. I couldn't find the strength 
to every time I would try to muster up the courage to even broach the conversation, I would punk out. And I even found myself getting upset, if I'm to be honest, or even frustrated with God because I was like, God, what's wrong with him? He comes to church, you know, um, sometimes we pray together. You know, you're finding all sorts of reasons to justify why you shouldn't end things. And I ran from that feeling for a while. But ever so often, it would just corner me and tell me, Alicia, you need to let go of this one. Mind you, there were some red flags in the midst of all of that that I chose to ignore, okay? I chose to ignore the red flags because I was thinking, like so many so many of us have thought before, we can change them or they would change because they love us, X, Y, Z. But we all know that that ain't gonna happen. And so, as I said, I ran from the feeling and over time, what I realized was the more I ran and the more I tried to avoid facing what my gut was telling me, it was like the more the person hurt me, the more arguments we got into, the more I cried and it it just got super unbearable. And eventually I had to say, you know what? I need to free myself of this feeling. This is not how I should be feeling in a relationship, you know. And I finally listened to what that small, still voice was telling me, and I walked away. And so I say all of that to say letting go, sometimes it is not easy. If it is that during this season you're realizing that some people really don't deserve space in your life and you're faced with the challenge of letting them go I know and I can identify with the fact that it is not easy but what I can tell you is sometimes holding on is even more painful the person is going to take advantage of you more or continue to take advantage of you the person will like it would just get uncomfortable to the point where you really have to face it head on and say to yourself you know what I really have to go And what I would say too is if it is that you find yourself in the situation where you have to disconnect from people because you would have really looked at the relationship, whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic, it really doesn't matter. Once you would have assessed it and realized that it's not serving you in any way and it's more of a one-sided relationship, my advice to you would be to ask God for a way of escape. Like, ask God, God, how do I end this? This is hard for me. This person has been here in my life through thick and thin, or this person has really, you know, made me laugh so much more. Like, we all have reasons why we connect with people. But at the same time, too, if it is that you've been consistently seeing Um, red flags and you've been ignoring them somewhere down the line they're going to blow up even more and you may find yourself feeling even worse thinking you know what I could have ended it sooner but I didn't let's try to avoid that feeling don't wait until things really blow out of out of proportion to realize that you need to disconnect from a person and I know it seems like I've really been extending this particular point, but I just feel like it's worth breaking down and really worth digging into that. This quiet time that we're all in 
is really a great chance for us to reevaluate the people around us and really um, come to terms with the fact that there are some people in our lives that are just leeches and we need to cut them loose. Again, if it is that it's a hard decision for you, if it is that you're struggling, you can ask God to help you. It's as simple as saying, God, this is hard. How do I do this? If it is that you're comfortable being on your own and doing things for yourself, even when it's a little intimidating and your relationships are solid, which means that they're mutually beneficial and you don't and you're not in a position where you're just you've just been ignoring red flags over and over again. Perhaps this storm wants to clear the path for you to rekindle your relationship with God. Um, If I'm to be honest and I'm talking to myself, too. We kind of don't have an excuse at this point because our worlds have slowed down so much. For some of us, it has come to a complete halt. So why not use this time to have more conversations with God? You know, talk to him about the things you're pondering. Talk to him about the things that you're afraid of. All the things that you're still hoping to accomplish this year. Why not make space for him in your life again? For me, this one I am definitely guilty of because I don't really pray as often as I should. Forgive me. And instead of making spending time with him my priority, over over time I found that I've just turned that into just something that I take off a list, you know. And that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, you know, for some of us, we like to be super organized. And so we would make a list of things we want to do every day. And one of those things would be pray, spend time with God, etc. But it becomes a bad thing when we allow other things to crowd out that time, or we allow other things to be more important. So we kind of rush through that part of the day we rush through our prayer and instead of it being like you know a solid 15 minutes let's say we end up just praying for like a few seconds god help me god protect me amen we're done and then god is like wait that's it that's all i opened your eyes this morning and that's all you can give me like for real you know so i know we've all been busy between work and family and relationships and friends and this and that and that and this and that sometimes spending a little extra time with god just seems a bit too much i know that we do feel that way sometimes if you don't want to admit it i'll say it for the both of us sometimes it gets really challenging and spending that extra 5 10 15 minutes does seem hard But then think about the fact that you have a job because of God. You're able to take care of yourself and your family because of God. It's God who keeps protecting us on a daily basis from things that we didn't even know was on a war path for us. You understand? It is God who gave us the idea to start the business. It's God who blessed us with the people we have such close bonds with. And I can go on and on and on. And so now we're praying more because of what's happening, which is good. But then what is our prayer life going to look like when it's all over? 
Are we going to put God in a box, talk him away, and only pull him out until we need him again? I don't think that's the best way to go. So I would say that now is a really good time to act on those little whispers, you know, that small, still voice that we've been hearing time and time again, especially as of late, that's been telling us, why don't you pray more? You know, why don't you talk to God about it? Why don't you keep God involved? Why don't you make time for God? Rekindle your relationship with God so that when you come out of this, it's not only stronger than ever, but then most importantly, it 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 becomes spending time with him, you know, praying, reading his word becomes more than just something on your to-do list. And then what happens when you use this time to really um, rekindle or strengthen your relationship with God is that you find that you'll call on him even more. And then without even thinking about it, you'll begin to involve him in every or at least at the beginning, various aspects of your life. You know, you say, God, what do you think about this? Or God, I need help with this, you know, so you won't just turn to him when you're in trouble. How would you feel if somebody only came to you when their back was against the wall or if only they needed something. It's not exactly the best feeling, right? So if you were to turn the tables, imagine how God feels when we only pop up for like a few seconds. Hey, how you doing? You know, there's this pair of shoes that I really want. and I'm asking you if you can give it to me. You know, that kind of way, like... He's a loving God and he would give us the things that we ask for once it's not going to um uh once it's not going to hinder us in any way, but at the same time too, he wants that genuine companionship the same way we want companionship with other people, whether it be our friends, our significant others, our workmates, etc. He he wants he wants to spend time with you as well. You know, he doesn't want it to be just a pop in, pop out, and then that's it for the rest of the day, or perhaps that's it for the rest of the week. So let's really use this time to make space for God again, you know, incorporate him into our our lifestyle on a more consistent basis. That way, like I said, when we step away from this season or when we come out of this season, we would be coming out closer to God and we would be coming out having developed the habit of just communicating with him more, you know? The scripture that I want to share that I think would really tie all that I would have said to you together in this episode is Philippians 4.13 and it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's it. That one scripture is what I think is really going to help us through the three um, areas that I point to, which is leaning into our independence, um, reassessing or reevaluating our relationships and rekindling our relationship with God. You have the strength to do those things that you find scary, those things that you find intimidating, those things that you find uncomfortable, and even those things that you find downright hard. You have the strength to do them because God is your strength. Your strength is coming from him. You know, it's like plugging into a source of power. If you're not sure how to go about tackling something on your own, 
again, you can ask God to show you how. He really wants to help us and he wants to see us happy and comfortable and not miserable and dependent, you know, like children depend on adults, right? Uh, I also think that the Good News Bible puts the same scripture in a good way too. It says that I have the strength to face all conditions by the power that Christ gives me. Let's let's ponder that for a second. By the power that Christ gave me, God gave me, little old me, power. Which means God has given me the power to face my challenges head on. And that alone should let me know that he sees me as strong and not weak. And not someone who is going to cower or run away. Which further means God has confidence in me. It is now for us to embrace that confidence that already exists because he placed it in us. There's actually another scripture that says, The spirit that God has given us does not make us timid. Instead, his spirit fills us with power. So you may feel that you can't do something because of whatever reason. You might have concocted in your mind, but God is saying, You know what? I made you, therefore you're a strong person. You can face this situation head on. It's just now a matter of you believing that you can. So our note to self this week is this storm, COVID-19, didn't come to disrupt my life, but instead it came to clear my path. Whether that path is leading us towards a sense of independence Uh, better relationships, or even a closer relationship with God, I say, embrace it. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this week's episode of NTSD. If you liked it, like it. If you loved it, share it. And if you can't get enough, please be sure to subscribe. To keep up with the latest episodes, you can subscribe to Note to Self Diaries on either Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, tune in or youtube new episodes are released every wednesday you can also follow on instagram and facebook at nts diaries until our next podcast and chill session take care